Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Oh, hello. Hello. It's, hello there. <laughs> it's Fat Mascara. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. What's going on, girl? <laughs> well, um, you know, we're here and we're just kicking off Fashion Week in style. How's your Fashion Week been so um, far? Well, on the way down here, someone farted in my face. <laughs> on, the, on the subway. I was about to say, I'm assuming you didn't get black car service if that happened. No, this is not a Uber XL. This was uh, the old one train. 
<laughs> and people wonder why I've been taking cabs. So anyway, um, but we'll talk about Fashion Week. It's good. It's, it's all up from here, guys. It's all glamour. Can I just tell you guys what she texted me after she told me that her because we weren't together. She goes, "I feel like I need a chemical peel." I want to know is that going to help get rid of the stink? I I just feel it's in the pores. <laughs> it's just still and there. If I could tell you what this man looked like and how he did not budge after he. I heard. <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh, somebody's luggage like must." Uh, it was so like perfect it was like a tuba <laughs> and then i got oh, hit i got hit with that stank oh my god you need like a like a nice um like a milk peel like a lactic no no acid. milk no we're not getting milk <laughs> okay. in here we're, get, we're getting like charcoal like acids pca peel. i need like dr frank or with TCA. like a, a like some kind of gun some kind of like acid gun okay okay <laughs> So, oh, anyway, the other topic. So, oh, yeah. So, what are we going to talk about? We'll talk about fashion. Now we're going to talk about fluoride. Um, you know, do you need it? Or can we get rid of that thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to talk about compression therapy. Anyone who is, follows along with uh, your Instagram may see that you had a little bit of your own. I did. Our guest is mm-hmm. Ms. Olivia Wilde, mm-hmm. actress extraordinaire, director, producer, spokesperson for True Botanicals. I had to talk to Olivia all by my lonesome because Jess was busy with Fashion Week getting her face farted on, you know, the usual. Um, but it's still a good interview. <laughs> Why hang out with Olivia when I could hang out with like a Joe Blow on the one train <laughs> getting so, blasted? So stick around for the interview. Let's do the episode. So we'll talk about the trends and what we've seen at Fashion mm-hmm. Week and what we like so far as far as beauty and hair. But like the big news so mm-hmm. far this week at New York Fashion Week has been the beef between Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Mm, yes, yes. So yes. Jess, I heard you had a front row view. Okay, I did not have a front row view. I was on the second floor when this kerfuffle was going on. Oh, I'm sorry, Harper's Bazaar beauty director at the Plaza Hotel. You yes. were like within 50 feet of the damn thing. Probably 50 feet vertically. vertically. Okay. Yeah, okay, so I was upstairs. I was grooving to Christina. Aguilera? Yes. She sang? Yeah, she performed. Why didn't you tell me about that? Because the focus has been on this beef. Nobody seems to want to know about the hits that Christina was playing. How was she? She was really fantastic. Yeah. And I want to just tell you, well, first of all, she didn't play one song that I thought she would play. And it's not like I was like the biggest like Christina fan, but like, let's be honest, we all loved the hits. Like I wasn't listening to her CDs in the 90s, but I love Genie in a Bottle. I love Dirty. And she came out strong baby mm-hmm. strong with dirty right away and she okay. was wearing this like leather cat suit she definitely beauty look what was she beauty so look, i want to get me. to the beauty look yeah so she her hair was pulled back for dirty uh for for the for all of her performance excuse me and she had not the minimal makeup look that we've been seeing like you know when she was on the cover of was it like paper, paper. yeah mm-hmm. not that fresh scrub look but something way in between that and like burlesque you know it's like more more the fresh scrub look and she i have to tell you it gives me such faith as a woman to see somebody who's like our generation she's a little bit younger than i am but like in our kind of like group look better and better as they get older Ooh, i like that yeah and she has like she's definitely not like a rock star but she commands the stage as she's older 
like a rock star, not like a Britney Mouseketeer, like choreography. No, she was like, boom, boom, give me some room. You know, like she was mm-hmm. like really with like the braid going. It was amazing. Oh, there was a braid even. Yeah, I think there was okay. a little braid kicking around. I like it. Yeah, and her body was like fuller, but like hot. Nice. Liked it. Okay. Yeah. So you went from that. Yeah. Oh, so it, the Cardi B thing. Yeah, yeah. I know you guys want to know. Um, honestly, I wasn't there, but I did see Nikki in like stand. I don't want to be like subpoenaed or anything. So I <laughs> thought I saw Nikki um, after the you whole Kirk allegedly Kirk. saw yes. Nikki. You know, with her people after like I felt like the dust had settled. I went down. Um, I didn't believe it was happening at first. My friend's husband came over to us on the floor and he was like, I heard this was happening. And I said, that seems really fake. In I was like, just going to say, do you think that they posed the whole thing for no, like Criar? Cardi had like a dinosaur egg on her head. Oh, Cardi got hit in Yeah, the she head. got really hit That's badly. My girl. Good job, Nikki. <laughs> Good job, Nikki. No, I think I heard that one of her people, like, like she got hit by like a security guard or oh, something like that. I don't know. It was kind of like cuckoo. I don't know. The Could whole... you step in with some beauty advice, some concealer, anything? You have to hide. You can't hide a lump that looks like a golf ball. That's true. You have to just hide to get some hoodies, mm-hmm. a little beret. Look, a look we turned beret. it into beauty tips for you guys. See yeah. that? Mm-hmm. That sounds so cool. And the party was fun? It was amazing. Um, my favorite sighting probably was, this is like the one that, it's like an unexpected but amazing sighting, Justin Thoreau with Petra Collins. And like a gaggle of like cool looking. Like, Are they allegedly dating? Um, you're going to have to do a Google search for that because I'm not going to be like charged with anything. But it was just like a really great like group. Oh, and um, former Fat Mascara guest Dasha Polanco. Oh, we hugged. Oh, yay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, and the rest of Fashion Week, just briefly, any looks that stood out to you? I loved the look at Rodarte oh. with like all those flowers in the hair. It's yeah. probably not something that I'm wearing to work anytime soon, but it was that kind of like pow wow image. I think Odile did the hair. Yeah. She's what about amazing. you? Uh, first, the thing that I was like, I don't know. And then I'll tell you what I liked. Yeah. Remember Jan Arnold told us that she was going to do an L show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From CND Nails. She oh, did yeah. Libertine. Her team did Libertine. And so they, they put hair lockets underneath the clear acrylics on the nails. Mm. And in, when she told us about it after the show, I was like, oh, I don't know. And the interwebs has been very mixed. It looked weird, I have to say. Was it very goth or very Victorian or something? Y- yes, but also it creeped people out yeah. a little bit. <laughs> but um, another show, I forget the name of it, Prit. Risca Vera? I don't know that label. I don't know them. But they did nail jewels hanging from the nails, oh, like I piercings almost. So that was cool. I love that. And then, of course, my favorite look was from a previous Fat Mascara guest. Who? Erin Parsons. Oh, what'd she do? She, at Dion Lee, she did lace tattoos that were like temporary tattoos on the on the model skin that sort of played in with the lace on the fashion. Okay. Like okay. extending the pattern of the clothing with makeup. Oh, I saw that on Instagram. Beautiful. Like that's might, very clever. No, are you gonna do that every day? I mean I was inspired. I was like, I might get that actual tattoo. That's that would look really cool. Wouldn't it be cool? Where would but you get it? I'm still thinking about that. That's really cool. But I was really proud of her, and I was like, that's right. You represent Erin Parsons. Is there anything you saw that you liked other than Rodarte? Um, I really did like, hold on, because I took a little snapshot of this. You know, I have to tell you, I have to ask you, did you go backstage, or is this all, like, observational? Because backstage, I wonder if it's just as busy as it has been. 
Um, I've only been to a couple events and none of them have been backstage. I've been going to front stage events. Front stage. I've events. been micro influencing left and right. Okay, so I liked um, at Prabhu Garang. I can never say that. I love his clothes, but I can never say his last name. Um, the hair was slicked back in a very, very like sexy, wet look way. Oh, and the skin was also really very, super dewy, glowy. Yes, dewy. Yeah. It's like it's very achievable. Um, I mean, I think you just need to get your like a really good, great glow product, like maybe like a bronzer and like, you know, not, not like too shiny. It's very like real looking, just mm-hmm. like a great glowy product. And then the hair was not slicked back in that way. That's like, come on, like no one would ever actually do that without people being like, oh, you did your hair it differently. Looks- like, you know, it's just kind of like maybe a deep conditioner or something or maybe a little bit of gel. It just felt really sexy. And then like a lined eye, very vacation. I like that. So at work, Jen and I, um, we have, you know, we're part of a very large beauty team at Hearst. And every Thursday, we gather around like little school children and we bring like our show and tell from desk sides and events that we've been to. And a lot of us have been going to um, appointments where that are about like t- dental care, toothpaste and, toothpaste and stuff. And very often what comes up is, and it's fluoride free. And some every freaking yeah. toothpaste launch, even like big guys like Colgate, plus that Hello brand, the activated charcoal mm-hmm. brand, Himalaya. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that one too. Yeah, hello, no, Hello is good. The one you said, I like Hello. Oh, I thought I thought you said something else. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of new brands and a lot of um, like to your point, like existing brands are offering fluoride free versions, and you know they're tons of editors in this meeting and we're all like yeah me too I heard that too but like we're all like why and you know I thought I'm gonna get on the case I'm gonna get on the case thank you detective Jess what have you learned I had a little notebook I was sitting on the floor I was (laughs) like so I asked um Dr. Lowenberg you know our friend Dr. Mm -hmm. Lowenberg um he's been on the podcast before I asked him why with what's up with all the you know then no fluorides so he said that a floor, this is via email, okay? So it might sound a little stiff because we know he's more fun than that. A, floor, a fluoridated toothpaste is recommended because it prevents cavities, but the concern is that with an excess of fluoride, um, like which is in fluoridate, fluoridated toothpaste, water, flu, fluoridated water, fluoride pills, et cetera, it's been known to cause a dental condition called fluorosis, which is a modeling of the enamel in developing teeth. Now, um, if you're listening to this podcast, I have a feeling that you probably don't have developing teeth. They've developed already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, recently, there's been a great concern that in an excess of fluoride will have an, an impact on the neuro- neurological tissue of developing children. Yeah, yeah, but what about adults? Yeah, well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, 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 Jen. Well, I don't even know if you're going to read his whole email. Um, well, I mean, I might. I really like him um so he thinks that you know because of this now that this is like a classifying like they're classifying fluoride fluoride as a neurotoxin parents again parents and who is classifying it um i guess like the like people i don't know i didn't follow up with that question such an editor it's so annoying Parents and some dentists are recommending moving towards natural toothpaste and other dental products that do not contain fluoride so i asked him i said yeah well, like, well, who should actually like use this though? Like, should like adults? He said, "I still recommend adults use a florida fluoridated toothpaste to prevent pre- to prevent cavities." I asked another. So it's just for kids. I know, and I asked another just calm down. oral care company. I said, "Oh, why are you coming out with fluoride free?" Again, every time I ask, 
and I think it's like that parabens and sulfate uh, yeah. conversation that always happens. The word is out that people don't want it. The consumer demands the removal of this ingredient. Mm -hmm. And without addressing why that might be, or if it's a myth or fact, companies are like, well, we might as well um, capitalize on this particular market. Mm -hmm. Let's offer a fluoride-free version. But that just perpetuates the myth because now you're like, well, the company took the fluoride out. The fluoride must be bad. Right. Exactly. It's so that bullshit. So then, like, yeah, like, moms go around they're like, oh, you know, I want the fluoride-free. It's, it's a little... I think the kid is the separate. Kid Everything's fine. Because a lot of these are marketed to adults. They're like very Brooklyn-y looking, mm -hmm. you know. It's got an ampersand and like a woodblock, you know, yeah. packaging. Yeah, totally. And, and I just think it's the same as with the parabens. It's like... I know. And I'm really glad, know. actually, you know, we had like just to digress for a moment. Like you guys had a lot of feedback on the Paula episode. Thank you. Oh, yes. Please see a last lot, week's episode. A lot of feedback, man. Like you gave me a lot to like to chew on, a lot to eat, a lot to digest. I loved it. Um, but talking about the parabens thing. Yeah. Because. I was on board with that. Discussion. Yeah. I was very on board with that because it's like what you're saying. It's like one thing gets kind of like plucked out and it's like. It's like a game of telephone or like yeah, and everybody jumps schoolyard on. rumors. Yeah, but then it just continues. So if you guys have been considering a fluoride-free, if your teeth are already developed, it's probably fine, but you don't need to. Like, fluoride has benefits. So I'm going to stick with my Sensodyne. I love Sensodyne. Do you have sensitive teeth? I don't know, but I don't when I use that. Okay. So you may have seen not only me, but a bunch of other people lately trying out this compression therapy. It's called Balancer Pro. Jess, you saw it. I didn't know what happened to you. I didn't know if I had to go get you at the hospital. <laughs> like I was like, stop doing that to my friend. <laughs> In the name of beauty editors and just trying new treatments, which we do all the time, I tried out the Balancer Pro at Dominique Basavi. She's one of those um, permanent makeup practitioner she has like her own nano infusion of color okay she's big in LA but she just is she's opening up a big um studio here in New York City okay. and in addition mm, yes. to um you know her permanent makeup she's doing all sorts of treatments one of which is balancer pro and I asked her why she got the machines and she had her personal uh reasons which were that she had like lost a lot of inches in water weight after using this con Compression therapy device. So basically, hmm. you alternate days. One day you wear the pants, and the other day you wear the shirt for about twenty-five minutes. And what it does is it 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 feels almost like it just like squeezes upwards. Like if I were grabbing your ankle, then your calf, then your thigh, and it's just like massaging you upwards. But a million times better one of those chairs that you get at the car wash place <laughs> <laughs> while you're waiting for your car. Do you feel good? Does it feel good, or does it feel like? Weird. Not to, like, bring, not to bring it back to your experience on the subway earlier today, but the whole time I was like, am I just going to feel like it's squeezing a, like a toot out of me? Like, what does it feel like? Because <laughs> think about it. I don't know. That's, what, that's where my brain went with it. It did not. Actually, it didn't do that. Dominique was like, what are you talking about? American women are crazy. And she's oh, all you told her that? Of course. No. <laughs> she's all chic in French. But... Um, it didn't feel as good as like a nail salon massager chair mm. because it is constrictive. It feels like a corset when it gets up towards yeah. your waist. So you, it's it's more than you know a massage therapy. So I did some research on it afterwards. It was like I'll try it once. Turns <sighs> out, this is basically these have been used before for medical devices for <laughs> lymphatic drainage. Okay. So that's for when people have lymphedema or after surgery oh, when yeah, they yeah. might get an infection because the lymph fluid yeah, isn't moving yeah. around. Great for that. 
if you're, and it's also great to get about getting lactic acid moving. So if you're like an NBA ball player and afterwards you could sit in these pants and, you know, keep your muscles nice and soft, but are you going to lose weight, lose inches, lose water? N- not really. It's just squeezing you. So like maybe you'll get, you have to use it a couple days in a row and you'd see some like water loss in inches. And she did see that. And other people do see that. But that's a lot of work to do just for like temporary yeah. shrink wrapping of your legs. You know? People do a lot of things though just for a little result. I have noticed that. I guess maybe it's one of those like it, hey, do you have a bathing suit photo shoot coming up? <laughs> regular lady who's listening or regular man who's listening, by all means, spend uh, like, you know, it's about 80 to $100 for one of these treatments. So then... Is it also very hot in the suit? No. When I saw it, I was like, she's sweating. No, no, it was cooling. It, I, it must mm-hmm. have something built in. And I've done the other things with like radio frequency and all that. This was not hot and sweaty at all. Um, I did feel a little lightheaded after I had to drink a lot of water, but that makes sense. Same as if you got a massage, right? I would rather just get like the massage, like yeah. like endermology or something yeah. or like, yeah. I know that's a little bit more painful. Oh yeah. You, that makes me think of cellulite claims, endermology. Yeah. There are none for this, by the way. You know, again, you might get your circulation going. So cellulite would be, or as we learned, it might be called cellulite. Might not. Yes, that's an alternative pronunciation. <laughs> May not be noticeable, but right. um, it was fun for the novelty of it, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure that you need to go out and get yourself a balancer pro or a package of treatments anytime soon. I just want to be like a rich lady who just like gets all this stuff done all the time. J-Lo may or may not have both of these in her house. See, that's, that's who uses this kind I, of stuff. I can't tell you how I know that. But I do think that women like that I think the accumulation of all of these like crazy expensive things that make just a tiny bit of difference, I think it all adds up and that's why they look so great. Cool. When I make a couple billion dollars a year, (laughs) I'll get one too. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Honey Love. 
Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Okay, so we're here with a great interview. Heads up, it's Fashion Week here in New York busy, busy, which means Jess is busy doing Fashion Week business. And she left me and Olivia Wilde all alone. <laughs> Welcome to Fat Mascara. Thank you for having me. I didn't even do your whole introduction, but Olivia is an actress, a producer, a director, an activist. That's 
actually your official title, isn't it? <laughs> like brand activist for True Botanicals. That's right. Yeah, chief brand activist. And are you even here for Fashion Week? I heard that you were here for the UN. I was here for the UN. Yeah, what are you doing And you. And, um, and Fat Mascara, yeah, obviously. They always go together. <laughs> I was helping introduce this cool collaboration between Mattel, who does Thomas the Tank Engine, Thomas and Friends. Of course. Uh, and the UN, because they're doing a cool thing where introducing kids to the sustainable development goals through Thomas the Tank Engine shows, and they're introducing new female characters to make the trains you know, reflect gender equality, and they talk about the climate change and global poverty. It's Wait, cool. doesn't Thomas use coal, though? Thomas has come a long way since oh, our day. He has solar energy now? <laughs> Thomas is solar. That's, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's a big deal. Excuse me, I don't have kids like you, so yeah. I didn't know. I got a whole bunch of kids. I can tell you all about this stuff. All, everybody listening is like, I thought this was a beauty podcast. Yeah, they're like, what? Get away from me, Thomas. Well, that's cool that you're here. So you were over at the, um, yeah. the UN. Yeah, that's which awesome. is an awesome place to be. They were having, They were having a special day. It was like field day at the UN. They were playing basketball. I was like, huh, this is fun. I'm going to come hang out here. Okay, well, we'll talk about lipstick and face oils and things. So it being a beauty podcast, before we get into what you do with True Botanicals, yeah. let's talk about your history with beauty. Yeah. I feel like this is where every woman learns about beauty at home when she's younger. What was your first introduction to like makeup and hairstyling? Did you have an icon? Well, my mom was always kind of my beauty icon. I mean, I think for a lot of young girls, when you look at your mom, you see her kind of morning routine or she's going out to dinner and you pay close attention. Like now I notice my daughter Daisy just watches me put on mascara and then she sits and pretends to put it on and she's not even two. Yeah. Like there's something intrinsic in that mother-daughter relationship that I think makes you kind of idolize that ritual. Yeah. So that's what I remember. I remember watching my mom put on makeup and she never wore a lot of it. She's really like an eyeliner gal and uh, still is. And I, that was the first thing I remember then like really discovering like Audrey Hepburn, probably the same time everyone else did, Bridget Bardot. And I was like, that's what I want. I want the Bardot look. And then I went through all the French girls. I wanted Jane Burke and I wanted Francoise Hardy. Like that was the style I was going for. And tragically never quite got there, even when I attempted bangs and it was... I was just about to ask, did you do the bangs? (laughs) I did the bangs. We've all been there. We've all been there. Such a bad idea. What was like the first product you ever bought? Probably like Manic Panic hair dye. Which color do you remember? I went through the entire spectrum. I was Rubine. Oh my gosh. Which was like a burgundy. I think I tried Rubine. I at one point tried to create um, a sunset on my hair and it just turned into like shit brown this was pre-ombre days I guess yeah I was really trying for the ombre ahead of my time it does get muddy especially if you go swimming and things like that it was just bad in my little tiny bathroom a little tiny sink with my head trying to like trying to achieve beauty greatness failing it's all right we we all try so um you've worked with a lot of beauty brands over the years in different capacities right so what is different about your role with True Botanicals than, like, say, being the face of Revlon yeah. or Avon perfumes or things like that? Yeah. True Botanicals is unique because I'm not the face of their company. Mm-hmm. I'm their chief brand activist, which means I help communicate the kind of larger goals of the company, which is to have a truly non toxic brand. And that's harder to achieve than a lot of people know. It's not just about being organic, it's not just about being quote unquote natural. It's about actually being non-toxic and they really stay true to that they're very strict with themselves so my job 
is to help spread that message, to encourage people to try to incorporate that into their routine, and to kind of elevate that conversation. The idea of natural beauty is something that is still sort of uh, hard for people to grasp sometimes. Like, I always liken it to the organic food movement. Right. When I was a little kid, my parents shopped at, like, Safeway, and then at one point I remember everyone discovering organic milk. And there was like this new thing. We were going to drink organic milk. And I was like, what is this? And then everything became organic. And it went from being this difficult adjustment in a lot of people's lives to then being the standard with which we eat and buy products. Some people. Some people. Yeah. It, it, it has affected the global market, though, in, an, in a really massive way. Mm-hmm. It's become kind of the gold standard. The idea of something being organic in the food market is something that's now expected to a certain market, at least. Right. Um, and at a higher price point so that it can achieve that. But for skincare and for beauty, it's a harder shift. And I think... Right. Well, we're not eating it. So We're not eating it even though our skin is our largest organ and you absorb so much of what you put on your skin. Right. But it's, it's take, you know, I think it's about baby steps. I always encourage people to, like, replace one thing in their beauty routine with a non-toxic product and go slowly. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the beauty industry as a whole before I ask you. I'm going to ask you what non-toxic means because yeah. every brand has a different, yes. you know, agenda with that. But do you think that in general there's anything the beauty industry at large, natural and non-natural, is doing right right now? Or anything they're doing wrong? Like, what's the positives first? The positive side of the beauty industry, I think, is inclusivity. You see a yeah. lot more uh, diversity in marketing. You see a lot more uh, a kind of an attempt to create products that aren't as damaging. I think there's baby steps towards non-toxicity. They yeah. don't quite reach that goal. But you see people trying. Um, uh, and by people, I mean large corporations. And you see the growth of smaller startups. Like, True Botanicals is a startup that's a, a small group of people two women from mill valley started this company out of a personal desire for an alternative but now you're starting to see because of the internet more companies growing like that i think and a democratization yeah because of direct to consumer and now it's changed the way we shop and the way products are marketed so there's some positive i think things happening in general but there's more to be done so how did you find but before you found true bot- botanicals, how did you find out that like okay, I want to take some of these ingredients out of my products? Like, what led you to like go yeah. on this journey of discovery? I really getting pregnant was a big game changer for me because suddenly you're being told like, oh, now that you're pregnant, don't go near all these things. Who we tells use regularly? you that? Like your, doc- your doctor tells you right away. Like, stay away from. Uh, look at what's in your shampoo. Look at what's in your face wash. I've heard about hair dye. Hair dye, for sure, I've heard from doctors. Hair dye, yeah, that's right. Hair dye, I think the first thing that your doctor flags for you, like, be careful about that. Bleach, not so good for the Mm -hmm. babe. But I started hearing it from my peers in Mm -hmm. a big way. People saying, well, just be careful about all these things. And I was like, wait a minute. Why are we so careful when we're pregnant, but we don't give a shit about ourselves when we're not, like, carrying a parasite? Like, why is it just... (laughs) just for them and and we can just waste away and die and it doesn't matter so right. that that was when I started thinking about it a little more carefully um what was the first thing to go that you were like ah I turned over the ingredient label and I was like we're not doing henna anymore or whatever it was <laughs> henna's probably fine right? no henna actually has some heavy metals oh in is it, it terrible okay yeah good. there's just not a lot of regulation good but. to know 
Um, I think a lot of stuff with fragrance. Like I started okay. getting really tuned into like, well, if it's something as a heavy fragrance, it's pro- like look into what it There's has. There's a lot of chemicals and fragrances and you're not always sure what they are. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just started doing a little bit of research on my own and just asking people like what's out there that's effective because that's the big kind of question, isn't it? Like you can go for the natural alternative, but often it's less effective. Like my mom, who's always been kind of ahead of the game on like organic natural movements, has always had like that like rosemary shampoo and conditioner in her shower that doesn't do shit for your hair like it basically just like makes your hair more dry and yeah. and awful and I thought that's what I equated with like natural hair products skin products it's like it's not gonna it's work funny. I think hair natural hair is still the hardest of all it's still the hardest I will say the true botanicals hair stuff gets through my processed disgusting dry troll hair it works it works like yeah. I've never met a conditioner a natural conditioner that could take on my hair and it does so that's something good. to be said for it. But I think a lot of people are like, I just want the results. And I'd like to try some non-toxic alternatives, but I just need the results. And I think it's very rare to have a company that actually can show clinical results, like the True Botanicals. For, for a lot of their, like, anti-aging claims and yeah. things like that. Yeah, like I think what first turned me on to them when I met with them was that they had done those blind trials and the True Botanicals had beat La Mera for anti-aging. I'm yeah. Like, well, that's kind of major. It's funny. A lot of the stuff inside the jar is all the same when you take the label off as far yeah. as standard products go. Yeah. But I never had the kind of immediate encyclopedic knowledge of, like, let me read this label and I'll know immediately what's wrong. I was always, like, Googling, like... Olivia Wilde, you're not a cosmetic chemist? I'm not. I really Ooh. wish I was. <laughs> I really wish I was. But you came from, like, your family's all journalists, right? Yeah. And you yourself have written for magazines and things. Yeah. Have, do you find yourself updating the way you feel about products and what as you learn more and, or as you read new things? Is this like a constant journey for you? Yeah, I think curiosity is, is important and to be kind of vigilant about it, to never just kind of sit back and say like, well, okay, I just accept this information, like constantly questioning, is this actually the best thing for yeah. me? Um, and yeah, being a mother actually intensifies that for me because, for instance, like I realized how much tactile connection I have with my kids. Like there's so much just like face rubbing. Yeah. And I was like, what's this doing? What What is this makeup doing? To or laundry them? detergent. Or laundry or detergent or whatever. So yeah. they're, they're a big reason that I became more thoughtful about it. Or they're sucking on your finger and you have like yeah. nail polish on there. And you're exactly. Like, hmm. Exactly. Um, so speaking of your writing, I remember you wrote this thing for Glamour when you turned 30. Yes. Oh. I loved that article. I had but a lot of fun with that article. It, it was, it was very funny. And, but I'm, I'm going to pull something out from it and ask you about it. You said something to the effect of, I'm not sure if this is exactly right, but you were saddened by women who look like creepy aliens because of their Barbie noses and lips. I think you were just talking about like insane cosmetic enhancements. Really insane cosmetic And you were 30 at the time when like yeah. most of us at 30 don't even have that on our radar yet. No, but do you, you still it, feel that way? I, you know, I do still feel that way and I hate to sound horribly judgmental, but I think it's the degree to which you see it being abused and it, by it I mean like just surgery and general cosmetic sort of obsession. I think I was shocked to see even by my late 20s how many people were getting like full reconstructive surgery and how many people were just... You just waved your hand at your whole body. Yeah, because people are, you know, it... You know, to a certain extent, I understand the desire to be your best self, and I, too, want that. But when I saw young women feeling so terrible, it was more of, like, a, a self-hatred that I was reacting ne- negatively to, not so much, like, the 
specific stylistic choices of someone's, you know, look. Mm-hmm. But like the real self hatred that has only been made worse by social media and this obsession with comparing ourselves constantly and all the airbrushing and such. But I think I was really afraid when I got to 30 and realized this was something that was common. That, you know, you go to the dermatologist and they're like, while you're here, we could take down that nose and fix that chin. And Especially up- in your line of business. Yeah. I feel like, have you ever been like to a casting or something? Someone's like, you're great, but we just got to fix your right nostril. I haven't. I haven't. They've probably done it like silently or behind closed doors when you walk away. I was a casting assistant for a while and those conversations would happen. Like the door closes and they're like, she's great. We're never going to cast that nose. Yeah, Or more like, but like, she's just like not voluptuous enough. And like, did I remember a director saying, was one of her legs shorter than the other one? And I was like, that woman went to Yale drama and she was sitting down. What are you talking about? She was acting. They're the same length and you thought one was shorter. So she's good. Yeah. Um, you're yeah. director now too. You've been working on this movie and you're doing casting. Yes. Do you find it hard to sit there? It's not objectification, but in a way it is. You have to fill a need based on someone's looks, the way they talk, everything like that. Do you ever, does, do you have empathy now that you're on the other side of the table? Major empathy. And I think that's, probably one of the greatest gifts about being an actor director and why a lot of people enjoy doing it is because you can really empathize with your cast and you can say for instance okay I know it's the middle of the night and I'm asking you to jump in this pool and it's cold and you're tired and I've been there I have been there and I can tell you why I'm gonna do it why it's worth it how long you'll have to do it for I won't make you suffer like that I always yearned for in directors and when I worked for actor directors like Ron Howard or John Favreau, I was always really appreciative that they really did understand the process. But in casting specifically, I was so appreciative of everyone who came in and poured their heart out for me. And I just realized, like, man, acting is this incredibly vulnerable profession that you just go around feeling things and offering yourself to people. Like, I can feel all my feelings for you. Um, oh, and I, especially oh, that sounds horrible yeah, to me. It was, it was intense also because everybody was really young. So I had a lot of really new actors who were just learning to do that for the first time. So they put a tremendous amount of trust in me and I was really cognizant of that the whole time. And then they became like all oh, my little baby children. Wait, the movie you directed is about two high school girls? Yes. Yeah, so the protagonists are at that age yes. that your daughter's going to be at some age. Exactly. Someday. Yeah. How are you like both your daughter and your son, how are you going to do the whole social media thing and try and get them to Dude, not feel that way? I have no idea. Did you see 8th Grade? The movie? Yeah. No, I didn't see it's it. It's so good, and it deals with... I lived 8th Grade. Yeah, I know. I barely <laughs> survived 8th Grade. It deals with that, and I, I only left more terrified of what I'm going to do with my own kids. I can't imagine being young now. The FOMO, the comparison, the obsession, it would have ruined me. I don't think I would have... I don't think I would have handled it well at all. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I guess try to encourage them not to lose their lives to it but I, know, I always find when I see a little girl and I'm like oh you look so pretty I'm like oh I, I mean you're so smart like you try but it's just so ingrained in us to talk that it way it really is I, I do it all the time to my daughter and I don't even notice it and I realize I'm only reinforcing all those negative things okay you brought up eighth grade so I'm going to go there like what were you insecure about in eighth grade? Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, I mean I, you make your living in on the other side of the camera, yeah. looking looking like a literary wild. So. I was I was always um, a little uncomfortable in my skin. I was always like I always felt, you know, chubby. I 
tweezed off all my eyebrows at once. I think I shaved them off, then I tweezed them off. Like I was always into like, was it transformation? Did you get close to the mirror? And then when you backed up, you're like, like what? Oh no. I really thought I could look like Kate Moss if I did it right. I really was convinced. I think, like, I think we all did. Yeah. Wait, what do you do to your eyebrows these days then? Did now they they're microbladed on. You did microblading? <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, I don't have time for this shit. Who did you go to in LA? Yeah, Audrey Glass. She's fantastic. They look very good. Thank nice you. Nice arch. Thank you. They're not too, you know, solid. You can't have that block solid brow. That's not good. Right. It has to be feathery looking. Yeah. Um, Okay. So you plucked off all your eyebrows. Just yeah. And I was just like general. I think it was really kind of universal. I. I wish that I had known how universal all those feelings were at the time because I kind of thought it was just me. Like, I remember there was this girl in my in my elementary school named Rachel who always looked so manicured. Like, her nails were always perfect, her hair was perfect, and I just was like, I'm from another planet. I'm from planet, like, messy slob, who, and you are this perfect being. And I, I found my way out of it through, like, just removing myself from kind of, like, teen girl culture. And I was really into, like, 70s culture, specifically, like, soul music. I really threw myself into, like, vintage clothes and listening to a lot of soul music and hip-hop. And I, I found happiness in that kind of culture because I right. was like, I can't compare to the the teen girl, I don't know, like at that time, 90210 kind of like. So they're all comparing lip gloss shades and you're like, you guys, this mixtape is awesome. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and it like it led me to a much happier life. And so then through high school, I wasn't really trying to be the pretty girl. I could not compete. And I was like, I don't want to be competing. That's insane. There was yeah. this really beautiful girl in high school. I remember walking. I went to a boarding school. I remember walking. You went to like a fancy boarding school yeah. too where probably everybody looked like that girl, everybody, Rachel. <laughs> well, I know. They were all so clean. But I, <laughs> I walked behind this girl, Lindsay, on the path sometimes. And I remember, I'll never forget just like her swinging, perfect blonde ponytail. And I was like, how's her hair look like that? It's like a Barbie hair do and I found out she slept in rollers and that was like that concept was so far beyond me and I was like what do you mean? She's like a geisha with like a neck block behind her to like stay in position. And she wore like little booty shorts and had these long tan Barbie legs and I was just like that I don't come from that same planet and I don't know how to make sense of it and I just veered away Mm -hmm. and luckily I think that saved me in theater of blah 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 interests took me away from obsessing. But that's why, like, social media would have done me in because yeah. I would have been there on Lindsay's Instagram being like, how? Oh. I kind of want to go on Lindsay's Instagram. <laughs> Where is she now? Um, this, this leads me a little bit to, you talked about your mom briefly, and now she's running for office, yes, right? Yes, In Virginia? Virginia, 5th District. So being a female politician, to me, seems like you have so much more work to do than yeah. a male politician. Have you talked to your mom at all about this? Like, do you think that she's being put to a different standard than um, male politicians? Yeah, I think it's a really interesting year in politics in general. Isn't it, though? (laughs) But specifically for women running for Congress now, because obviously you know there's more women running than ever before. She's running for U.S. Congress or state Congress? She's running for U.S. Congress. She wants to be the representative from Virginia's 5th District. So she wants... So right now it's a red district. She wants to flip it blue. Swing Left has identified it as one of our crucial... Uh, swing districts to flip Congress. I say our, just assuming everybody's like-minded. I don't mean to do that, but seriously, come on. And I think that she's being held to a different standard because she's a woman based on how few women are still in Congress. I think Mm -hmm. we're only at 15% of Congress. I think that's similar to what the legislature in Afghanistan is. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that in 1992 there were only two women in Congress? Here in the U.S. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, like Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Like, Isn't it, that it insane? Is, and one is. of them was because her husband had died and she had taken over his seat. Yeah, I remember. Well, I don't remember. And then, but like that. it, it just blows my mind how recent women moving into Congress is. And so I think it'll be really interesting to see what happens when all these incredible women who are running now, if elected, how that'll instantly transform yeah, things. Yeah, because women sort of have to defeminize themselves in a way. Like, for, like you know, wear the suits, a boxy suit. God forbid we, should, we shouldn't be wearing, like, a low pump. Right. Like, girls, women wear sneakers now. Like, that's what we wear with dresses. It looks cool. Like, yeah. yeah. But I feel like... It, and if our hair is a little bit like we have messy hair right now, it's cool and messy. Well, I mean, this was the Hillary Clinton insanity that she was held to such an insane standard, and nothing she could do was right. Because Did your mom have to get like an image consultant to do all she this? She would not have, even if <laughs> someone had tried to force that on her, it wouldn't have worked. But what's amazing is like my mom was an investigative journalist her whole life. She was a war correspondent. She's been in the most dangerous places on earth, and she approaches her work now with the same amount of courage and dedication. I'm just so in awe of what it takes to run for office. It's a constant pounding the pavement, communicating, yeah. and unfortunately so much fundraising. That's the part that bumps me out that yeah. you know our system is still so hell-bent on being focused entirely on money that it leaves people very little time to focus on other things. And here I am asking about her lipstick shade. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> um, okay, I mean, we are a beauty podcast, but um, so I do want to talk specific products a little bit, too. Yeah. To get back to True Botanicals real quick, if you could have, like, two or three products from them, what would yeah. you take? Um, the oil. The face oil is the best thing that they – I mean, that that's the thing that really brought me in. I didn't know a lot about face oils. I had tried things that – felt like they made makeup slide right off my skin or they felt too oily for my skin and I didn't understand how an oil could help me fight acne that didn't make any sense to me until two botanicals so I would say their oil specifically the clear line which is what I use to fights what's fun. the acne fighter in it uh it's it's a combination of different ingredients. But it has an antibacterial it quality. It does have an antibacterial quality. I'm trying to remember what there's a really fun cool ingredient that is the most interesting and effective one. I'll find it for as you. We, as we've already noted, you are not a cosmetic chemist. It's I am fine. not. I'm the worst <laughs> chemist. But you like their face oil. Okay, what else? They're, the uh, Let's see, the antioxidant powder that you mix with the serum mm -hmm. is really excellent. Um, God, the nutrient mist. I'm oh, you're a mist, you're a face mist person. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you a dog person or a cat person? Dog. See, my theory holds. There's an ongoing theory. If you like face mists, you're a dog person. But That's if you don't, you're a cat person. Interesting. What are we up to now? Like, I'm looking at my producer, Charlotte. Like, 10 out of 10, right? I should, I should do a white paper. I'm publishing. You should, you should take this to the people. <laughs> I, I, I'm also really fond of their hair stuff. I will say, like I said before, the shampoo conditioner. Yeah. Um, and the body stuff. But the new product that's got me really excited right now is the aromatherapy. <gasps> We're allowed to talk about it? I think so. When does I, it come out? It comes out in October, right? Yeah. I think so. I think that's when we talked about it before. Yeah, they're doing a, you're doing aromatherapy oils, aromatherapy, right? The roll-ons. Yeah. yeah. Which is your favorite? The stress relief. Do you need that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, for me, I think a, a, just an opportunity to take a deep breath you know, a handful of times a day, but it is also really effective. I mean, there's, you know, the science behind it, lowering your cortisol levels and all of that is is proven. But for me, it personally, it's just a moment to really take a centering beat. You know what I mean? Are there, like, what's your favorite, if besides a blended oil, like what's a scent that just makes you feel at home and comforted? Mm, I love sandalwood. 
Huh. Did you have it in your childhood or any way? I don't know. It must have been somewhere. But it makes you feel... Sandalwood makes me feel really good. I notice that that's a green... Whenever I like something, there's sandalwood sandalwood in it. Yeah. Um, So True Botanicals doesn't do makeup. And in fact, that's been the problem with a lot of natural brands. They don't do... You've been very experimental with your makeup looks over the years. I don't know if that's your doing or your makeup artist's. It's my doing. It's my doing. I've never had like a look that I just stick to. I Uh, love that though. Because then it's like... When I worked at uh, magazines where we had to have celebrity pictures, I'm like, let's see what Olivia Wilde does. She always does like a fun eyeliner color just to change it up. I like to have fun with it because why not? I also get to work with all these amazing artists, these makeup artists, and it's like, why rein them in? Yeah. So what are some of your favorite makeup products these days? I'm, uh, let's see, I'm really a fan of the Kyra Weiss. Are you supposed to say Kyra Weiss? I've met her and I could still not tell you. <laughs> I could barely, yeah. But I like a lot of, I like their. They're heavy compacts though. I know, that's the one thing. It's like a real weapon in your bag. You can use it to throw it um, someone if that's you need. That's a good beauty hack. A Thank beauty you. Hack. Throw it's also your, a defense throw your compact <laughs> in if you need. Their blush I really like. Um, and then, uh, gosh, I mean. What about mascara? It's fat mascara. You got it. I have. Okay, I'm going to come right out and admit I have uh, eyelash extensions, so I don't use mascara regularly because I'm one of those lazy people with Oh, I saw extensions. this on your Vogue video, actually. Yeah. You're a cheater. I'm How a cheater. How often do you have to get them? You're supposed to get them every three weeks. I probably get them every like, month three and a half. Three weeks? Is a, that's a lot of time to go lay there for two hours. I know. That's why I don't ever do it regularly enough. But the smart ladies do it every three weeks. Do your makeup artists ever get annoyed at you? They're like they're all wonky when they're getting they're growing out, or they like, they deal with it. They deal with it. I think you know I've really embraced them this past year that I've been directing and then editing. Like I just haven't had a lot of time for self care, and it is for the busy people. It's a real good lazy hack. I don't know that and the microblading. I was like, yeah, why not? I'll and then just do that. Your eyes are defined, and you're like, then okay. you're done. Just yeah. put on some concealer. Um, okay, let's talk about fragrance because if Jess were here, she's a fragrance fanatic as well. But do you wear a perfume? Or are you into like oils? What's your? I'm into oils. Deal? Like I just find I'm really sensitive to smells, and I I prefer. Like an, an oil. oil. I have like an essential an essential oil. And I think that's why I've really been liking the aromatherapy roll-ons, because I actually wear them as a scent now. Like I wear that stress relief as my constant scent. And then just go around giving hugs to yes, people and relieving everyone's stress as I go through this the world. Is what all film directors should do, I yes. think. It is really funny though, because when I like, gave birth to both my kids, the nurses at Mount Sinai Hospital were like, ah, oh, this is the good smelling room. Because like I'm into oils. I love oils. I just like rubbing oils on everyone. And even my editing bay right now just like smells really nice. And yeah. it smells really woodsy. That's I don't know. I'm into like woodsy oils. Do you do candles? I kind of prefer... Um, Here I am uh, burning a candle. Sorry. I should have. I hate them. It's a no, natural one, I think. I... I I think the the diffusers, like I'm into oh, those. Oh, like an oil diffuser. I mm-hmm. just think there's something about it that feels like it just, I don't know. I like the kind of vibe it gives my space. Got it. Yeah. So we talked about a lot. What should I have asked you that I didn't ask you? What do you wish people asked you? You get interviewed you know, all the time. I mean, I think, I think specifically to like beauty and the idea of like not having to be a chemist to approach products that are non-toxic and what non-toxic really means. My MO is always like, do your best to do a tiny bit more research into alternatives that might end up being as effective as whatever you're already using. Mm-hmm. Like, I really have benefited from just like cleaning out my makeup routine of everything that just was super harsh and uh, unnecessarily so, and just 
simplifying it. I do think there's something that we lose when we lose the kind of ritual of taking care of ourselves in a positive way. I mean, not to sound super hokey, but I think of it as like the moment where I get to have like a personal kind of like spa moment where I'm like in my woodsy true botanical spa and I put on my oils as opposed to like your beauty routine centering only around problems mm -hmm. and, and a critical eye. I think I've always approached makeup in that way. Like it's a fun thing. It's not about covering up who you are. And I think for skincare... I just have enjoyed getting rid of everything that's like this crazy acid that's going to burn off a layer of my skin so I look better and rather just simplifying it down to things like this is nourishment, this smells good, this makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so I'm always telling people like just replace a few things in your routine and see if it ends up making you emotionally feel better too. Yeah, because True Botanical is going to come out with uh, eyelash extension glue for us. <laughs> it's, I, I can't imagine how terrible <laughs> eyelash extensions must be in terms of toxicity. I'm horrified. But like you said, steps. You, you, you do what you can, right? You do what you can. Yeah, Just, I'm you, doing my best. I'm always learning. And that's the thing. I've had a lot of fun working with the True Botanicals ladies because they're so well-informed. Yeah. I love it. They, they, you know, when they launched aromatherapy, Hillary Peterson, the co-founder, went and got her degree in aromatherapy. Yeah, she, she was like sending me German studies and stuff yes. about like uh, yeah breathing patterns yeah. and things so. so you know they they, they mean it and, and I, I just enjoy learning from them as as we go along and I just I don't know I just encourage people to remain curious and take care of themselves that's a good thing we learned a lot from you too thank you so much for coming on Fat Mascara thank you this for having fun. me it was really fun it's time Two reads a month. I can't tell if this is like 90s punk or like a nursery rhyme. I like <laughs> it though. Not, there's nothing punk about that. I don't know. Um, so um, before we raise our wands, I just wanted to say that I'm really bummed that I could not um, attend the interview with Olivia. I, I missed you. It felt very weird to interview somebody without you. Most of all, because when she was answering me, I had to like keep eye contact. Also, keeping eye contact with Olivia Wilde, she's freaking gorgeous. Oh my god, I don't know what I would do. I would have to like, wear sunglasses. I needed you next to me for like you know support and also to keep the eye contact for me, so I could check my questions. So I just had to bow. They're beautiful. They're absolutely stunning. Well, as we learned, fake eyelash extensions and microbladed brows. I wonder she looks so good. Do but I need to get eyelash extensions? Uh, that's for another episode. For They're now, so itchy. They're so freaking itchy. For now, let's raise a wand. What are you All raising right. a wand to? Okay, so um, I know a lot of you guys are still really, you know, up at night thinking about this. But am I still working out? Yes, I am. Mm. Um, and one of the things that I like to do is I like to go to my yoga class. I like to push myself. I like to really push myself, but then sometimes I get home and I'm sore, you know? I've, yeah. I've stretched into a new thing. So I like to pop on this Naturopathica Mighty Mint Rescue Cream oh. onto my body. I don't like a gel. Sometimes it's too cold. It feels weird. It feels very, like, you know, ultrasoundy. And they get, like, tacky. Yeah, that's like, yeah, then they dry to, like, a film. Yeah. And it's like the, the Rescue Cream is a cream, and it's like the perfect amount of mint. It still feels like a luxurious body cream. So not as much as like a Tiger Balm Exactly. Thing. It's not a mm. balm. It's not a tacky gel. It's like a luxe cream, and it gives you that mintiness. It's not a shock to the system. It's just, just, a just enough. a little bit of tangle. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's 36 bucks. It's definitely a treat, but um, it's great. And I like that it's in a tube because you want something quick, you know, that you just pop on and then you don't get your hands all in it. 
Nice. Yeah. I'm I really like proud it. of you for keeping up the work. Thank out you. Too. Thank you. Um, I'm going to raise a wand to something significantly less expensive. It's an, but it is a soap. It's a nine dollar soap. It is called Beekman True Grit. Okay. So you know I visited the Beekman farm last yes, weekend. Yes, I saw your photos. Listen, you don't have to take me all the way to your goat farm for me to try your products, <laughs> but it was. It's going to make a lovely story. It helps. <laughs> it's going to make a lovely story. But I actually hadn't tried their body products. I've tried their face products before. Okay. So this, they, I went with Eric, and they left him a little bag on the bed with like men's products, but oh. I, but I stole them. So the True Grit is like their pumice infused soap. Mm -hmm. So it's a goat milk soap with like pumice, but it's really, really fine. Like almost like it felt like sand. Mm. So you just rub it against your thighs and your butt. Oh. I don't know why I feel so good. Like even on your shins, it's okay. But like doing it on your thighs, I think like in my head, I think it's just making them smoother. Like I'm sandpapering yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Well, but in the best you have little bumpy sometimes. sometimes you have like a little, little keratosis, yeah. pilaris. This would probably irritate that, I'm thinking. But I liked it because it just like, it invigorates you. Like a dry body brush, but yeah. in the shower. Oh, I there love we go. That. I'm going to stick with that analogy. It's like I a dry that. body brush, but with moisture and, and so, so moisturizing because the goat milk. I really like it. I think it. I'd like that on my arms too, my upper arms. Oh, yeah. On the on backs of yeah, your yeah, arms yeah, especially. Yeah. Maybe if you need to like shed like a snake and just shed a new skin for the fall, mm. you should try this Beekman True Grit. It's only nine bucks. So really nice. Raise a wand. Raise a wand. Thank you so much for listening. We're growing because of people like you telling your friends and fam and all that. But if you really want to help us out, which would be amazing, please go over to iTunes and write us a little review or just throw us some stars. Five, please. That would be incredible. And if you want to know where to find any of the people or places or things we talked about, go to fatmascara.com and check out our blog. You can follow us on all the social channels at fatmascara or email us at info at fatmascara.com. We'll even read your letters on the air. So profesh. So profesh. <laughs>